0: we bring you to the Docker side of investigations. This is the Investigation Guru podcast with Sean and, and Dana.
1: All right, hello and welcome to the Investigation Guru podcast. This is the official podcast of Red Door Investigations. I'm Sean and with me as always is Dana. Hey y'all. How's it going?
0: Good. How are you?
1: All right, today we're going to t- Today we're going to talk about infidelity. <laughs> Um, infidelity is kind of a, a big topic in private investigations. Uh, it's a pretty big source of our business. It is. Um,
0: There's a lot of people.
1: There are a lot of people. A lot of, a lot of people who don't do what they're supposed to do. Who don't uh, behave how they're supposed to behave. A lot of people have uh, a lot of wonders and doubts and. Hmm goes beyond that though right
0: doesn't it kind of go break down to your moral compass
1: your moral compass yeah
0: yeah i think so i think your moral compass has a lot to do with your choices especially in a relationship
1: so you're saying if if you cheat then you're immoral
0: absolutely i would think so too yeah your face looked like it was questioning that excuse me do we need to talk no
1: (laughs) i'm just Um, kidding all right, so we kind of have a little outline we're going to go by here. Um, so hopefully this doesn't drag on for ever and ever. Um, but uh, we're going to talk about uh, several different things here, um, dealing with infidelity in relationships. Uh, so let's uh, let's go ahead and dive in.
0: Sorry, it was Johnny. Oh, were you? Okay? I don't find this boring by any means. <laughs> yeah.
1: <clears throat> All right, so. Uh, talking about uh, relationships in general and basically the how relationships can kind of uh, develop over time and how they change and why people can kind of, you know, start to wander and almost not really lose interest in their current partner. But, mm-hmm. you know...
0: It's losing interest.
1: Yeah, maybe. Especially in, like, today's society where, um, you know, people are constantly looking for change and our attention spans are Mm. are so limited limited and you know it's probably one of those things that's almost kind of getting worse with time you know we're not we're not really I wouldn't say we're improving as a society Mm, um second that yeah all right so uh kind of entering psychology mode here um basically uh We're going to talk about the different kinds of love and how, um, you know, again, relationships evolve and they change, you know, people grow together and sometimes people, you know, tend to grow apart and it's not, uh, it's not something that, you know, every relationship is different and, you know, what works for, for one couple isn't always going to work for, for everyone. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh. You will find out what works for you, and you know if your if your relationship is solid, and you know you think you're happy, then you know keep doing what you're doing. Because again, you know what what works for one person or one relationship may not always work for everyone. So right,
0: custom. I yeah, mean, I think you have to customize things, right? Yeah, a little bit, kind of sure. tailor it to each relationship. I mean, you know, the relationships you had when you were a teenager are quite different than the relationships you have today as an adult speaking for myself so yeah i mean every 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 individual is different therefore a relationship is different exactly so it's just a matter of custom customizing things and kind of listening to your partner and respecting them yeah you know putting the time and effort into a relationship it takes it takes work it takes um dedication it's a it's a true commitment especially when you're married it's um you you know for me personally when you take an oath it's important to uh, honor to honor your husband your your wife it's important to respect their needs their wants um it, i think you can really come together really well if you communicate um with respect and kindness and and Compassion, honestly, I think it takes a lot of compassion. We're all on different levels, you know intellectually, emotionally uh ninety nine percent of the time people are having emotional responses, and that can lead to again to the road of infidelity um, cause when you're having issues in your marriage, you typically have an emotional reaction with that it doesn't fall back on logic, and Sean and I differ in this.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I tend to be more, um, almost kind of an intellectual, you know, thinker, and she's definitely more, more of the feeler. So, you know, again, we complement each other really, really well. You know, we're one, kind of one of those where you know I fall short, she picks up the slack, and, and vice versa. And that that's really kind of what makes a good a good relationship. You know, complimenting each other, and not not compliment is in, you know, you look nice today. Although that that's also important, but complimenting, you know, where you fill in each other's gaps because, you know, no one has the, the complete picture and you have to, you have to work well together. You have to really mesh and in order, in order, you know, to mesh, then you really kind of have to really fill in each other's blanks and make sure that, you know, what you have is, is you know, makes your partner better and, and, you know, you lift each other up instead of dragging each other down. And one of those things is, you know, finding out that you're, that you're compatible. And there, there, you know, there are several different ways of, of being compatible. You know, there's, uh, you know, emotional compatibility, there's sexual compatibility, there's, you know, you have to be able to, to meet each other's emotional needs and physical needs and social needs and all kinds of things. And so, you know, making sure that, that you fit together and is part of the part of the process of, of, of courting each other. And that's, you know, getting to know each other and and making sure that, you know, who you are and what you can offer to the relationship is what, you know, something that the other person either lacks or that they need and and vice versa.
0: Um, right. And there's two types of love. So you have compassionate and then you have passionate. Tell me a little bit about that, Doc.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, passionate love is, is basically the... Electric that animalistic drive that urge to be in each other's presence it's it's really kind of what what is the you know the honeymoon phase of, of a relationship when when they're first when they're first starting physical attraction right physical yeah physical attraction is a really big part of it um, you have to you have to have that passion you have to have that desire you have to have that that drive and that's that's kind of the foundation of of really any strong stable Relationship and marriage—if you don't have—if you don't have the passion, if you don't have that—that that attraction, that drive, that desire to be with each other, then really, I mean, what's what's the point?
0: Right. Agreed. Well, I mean, I think it's so different for women than men. Oh yeah, definitely. Women are, are for me. I'll speak on myself actually here. I personally am attracted to somebody by their um, emotional. What they give emotionally first and foremost i mean to me that's the most valuable thing in a person is you know do they care about humanity do they have compassion do they have morals do they have values do they have family values that's that's yeah it's a big one big 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 one exactly yeah and you got to be on the same page though even though you think differently you can you can absolutely get on the same page i mean you tell me more about the
1: more middle, about what the male perspective well we haven't finished the different kinds of love yet.
0: (laughs) oh we're going keep go ahead all right i gotta (laughs) i gotta stay in this
1: psychology mode here we got yeah
0: you can do that all right so i
1: enjoy it the the passionate (laughs) phase is basically you know what uh the the, again that magnetic the the thing that brings a lot of people together uh but again you know that that honeymoon phase it it doesn't really last forever it's gonna it's gonna kind of wear off and you know the new car smell or whatever you know is gonna leave and you gotta, you gotta make that New cars. Oh. Yeah, you got, you gotta make that uh, transition to to what's gonna carry through through the long term. And uh, usually, what carries pe- relationships through, you know, people who stay married, you know, 30, 40, 50 years, is they're able to to make that transition to the second type of love, which is uh, compassionate love.
0: We're talking about successful marriages. We're not talking about the marriages that are are together because yeah, the, kids and they aren't happy. And we're talking about successful marriages. People,
1: people who are who would describe themselves as, as being happy. Yeah, right. Like, what what makes you know marriages work? And uh, basically, compassionate love is is the the trust and the intimacy and and the the support and the again the those types of compatibility issues that are you know kind of go beyond the physical and you know this is this is something that you know again the, the passion of that that passion that lust all of that compatibility and everything that that's really good for you know bringing people together and you know the the drive to even initiate any kind of, of relationship with this person that that's a very very important and some might even say kind of fundamental fundamental yeah. part of, of of a relationship it's it's very very important you've got to have that that passion that drive that that uh that need for each other but again if, if you're not able to to make that transition from you know the honeymoon phase that new car smell whatever if you're not able to transition that to the the loving supporting trusting that intimacy uh, you know putting other people's needs ahead of your own mm-hmm. then all of, you know all unlikely you're, you're you're probably just not gonna make it uh, statistically speaking you know what is, divorces is now what about 50 60 percent of the most marriages I believe that's correct and in divorce so yeah it's uh, it's not gonna be a odds are not in in favor <laughs> of, of people staying together especially you know again today's society where. There's a lot of stresses. I mean, yeah, everything's changing, especially current. Exactly. And, you know, statistically speaking, you know, most marriages will will end in divorce, and this, you know, this is not just for marriage. This is something that you know can can apply to relationships as well. And it, absolutely, you know, it it can apply to, you know, not everyone chooses to get married, so it's uh, it's not uh, right. it's not solely something that. Uh, marriage isn't
0: for everyone either i mean right you know and you know some marriages are common law and that's okay you know yeah at the end of the day that's a piece of paper
1: exactly so ma- making that making that transition from kind of the honeymoon phase to the the long-term uh, you know trust and intimacy and all those things all the, the part of the relationship that, that takes the work you know the passionate phase is that that is, is easy it doesn't require any kind of you know effort or or uh, vulnerability but if you want to stick it out and you want to make it through the long haul then you you've got to you've got to kind of make that make that switch and you've got to kind of fill in the gaps that you know when the when this new car smell this passionate phase wears off then you really got to kind of have something there to fill in the gaps to to back it up Mm-hmm. Or, everything
0: requires heart, I think. Yeah. No matter what we do. It requires your your inner most feelings and emotions and, and takes application of that. You can't you Exactly, know, yeah. Can't kind of depend on the whole physical attraction to keep it going for the long haul. That's just
1: inconceivable, honestly. Yeah, you've got you gotta start that work early. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people are kind of Get lulled into just kind of riding that wave of, mm-hmm. of you know the fun, and uh, they don't they don't put in the work that, that's needed to keep that going. So again, you know, once that once that passionate phase wears off, and it it always does, um, then you know the the frequency of, of sex goes down, and the frequency of you know that that intimacy and all of that 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 tends to you know the longer a couple stays married or stays together. Um, usually, you know, if you, especially if you don't put in the work, but, uh, they tend to kind of drift apart and that's where a lot of things really kind of go south.
0: Yeah. And you can't expect a, you know, marriage to actually, um, be successful if you don't have that foundation. That foundation is what creates the walls, basically it, 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 all the problems that come in between you know in your life whether it be personal or within the relationship you need you need a good foundation so that you can create a wall of structure to kind of protect the relationship yeah if so to speak you need you i know this is probably sounds cliche but it's true you know you have to have a good foundation because otherwise when problems arise in the marriage you will not be able to face those problems together individually you will not be able to work through them you will not be able to communicate it just all everything comes down to basically the compassionate love i mean yeah yeah you know passionate love's great and all yeah it is <laughs> it is <clears throat> no doubt but you know when it comes down to it where success derives from it derives from the compassionate love aspect exactly it just does i mean <clears throat> with, without it you're you're going to sink you yep. know
1: most likely. I mean, Most some likely. relationships, yeah. you know, will...
0: Well, some are surface, you know, they're, they're, yeah. they're all about the surface.
1: That, that, that's a good way to put Materialistic
0: it. Materialistic, yeah. and, and they can, they're can, they okay with that, you yeah. know? Again, Which is cool. Know, I mean, to each his own, but... Whatever,
1: whatever floats your boat, whatever <laughs> gets you... But it, make sure
0: it, you're... That's where compatibility comes into play. Exactly. <laughs> because eventually to catch up. You know, what's on the surface, everything comes out eventually, one way or another. Um. So, yeah, just make sure you're compatible because if, if you're a surface person, that's what I call them, if you are somebody who cares about materials and images and, and things like this, you know, that society tends to fall back on for security purposes and and uh, self-esteem, to build their self-esteem. Um, I mean, there's other people out there like that, and that's who you need to be with if you're a surface person. But if you're not and, you, and you're struggling um, in your marriage or relationship because of, Um, Your levels of intimacy is different, or your emotional levels different. Um, It's probably because one of you are surface and one of you are deeper, are deeper person.
1: And this doesn't mean that you know just because you have problems that you know who you're with is not right for you. Every every marriage is going to go through ups and downs. And and sometimes
0: you got to dig deeper in that person. Sometimes you got to pull it out of them. It's there, you know. You really do. I mean, I've been through this in past relationships where you think this person is, is, oh gosh, just broken and, you know, broken beyond repair. But, um, again, if you put your, put the work into it and, uh, effort, you can really learn a lot, learn a lot from each other and learn to really, really have a great, great bond. Um, I think that's important.
1: Exactly. Yeah. But, so what happens when, when this passionate phase wears off? What, you know, how do, how do we, uh, how do we really kind of make that transition from from one to another? How do you know if you if you have it or you don't? Is there? I, mean, what, uh,
0: I think I know pretty early on.
1: Pretty early on. Yeah. Like how?
0: I guess in the dating phase. I don't. I I was married for almost thirteen years, so I can't really say. I don't have a lot of experience, and I'll let you know. I'm forty three, <laughs> three kids, one granddaughter, one dog. They're all females, believe it or not. But um. So, I, but I still do understand the male. I do understand very well the the uh, male subject. Um, again, I was married for almost thirteen years. But how do you know? I mean, what do you mean by that? Though that's a, not a specific.
1: How do you how do you make it make it work? I mean, from from like the the female perspective, and how do you what 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 is it you're you're what are looking you looking for? What what kind of I mean, what what makes it work for you personally? Or just or just I mean,
0: yeah, um i I have to be bonded by the heart first, honestly, I, I'm not a surface person, I don't know how to explain that, but um I don't I, I fully fully believe in matters of the heart being dealt with and and I'm very um um analytical, and so I don't know for me personally, you really have to have a, a good heart, have a good moral compass and i don't know yeah i I know for men it's different for women it's more again it's more of an emotional woman it's more emotional That's that's the the standardized statement but you know i know a lot of women who actually who are more surface and their marriages aren't thriving
1: there's a lot of men who are who are really deep too
0: they they are oh yeah yeah, of course there are absolutely yeah you can you can make it work for sure i mean Again, with, with respect and, and communication, healthy communication, not the, you know, it's okay to, to disagree. It's not okay to be shouting at your partner, cussing them out or, you know, slamming doors. Those, that's not healthy. That's not healthy communication. It That tends to lead to other things, things that, that you should never even consider, you know, we're talking about violence here. Right. It can happen. Trust me. So i i don't know i i don't know you you tell me from the male perspective maybe i can
1: uh male <laughs> give me a minute to think men we're kinda of, we're kind of easy um it's gotta it's gotta what
0: <laughs> go ahead
1: yeah men uh <laughs> men are, are are different from women we we look for different things and um again you know what what uh <clears throat> what we each bring to the table is is uh is very very different and what we're looking for is is uh something that um again you know th- this all goes back to the complementing or being complementary to each other you know what uh you know men have different needs than than women and it's uh it's something that uh uh the the, the more i guess the more you understand the needs of of your partner and again that this this kind of comes back to the to the uh uh, communication, and you know it's it's very important to to right. be open with with your partner and, and understand and realize what what he or she uh, needs, and do your damnedest to to meet those needs and meet them consistently. Or again, you know things will things will fall apart. You know the, it can lead to resentment and and all kinds of things. And you know once once that road kind of comes down it, it's a lot easier to keep going down that road than it is to backtrack and reevaluate and again put in the work that, that is needed to fix what should have or what should never have have uh you know corroded or been broken in the first place um be uh. let the uh, excuse me hang on just a second <laughs> <clears throat> uh, let's uh, let's talk about uh, what um, how infidelity like when things really kind of go wrong and and how uh, you know uh, the when, when eyes start to wander and when you start to yeah. uh, you know um, really kind of be less invested in your relationship and infidelity doesn't really have to be All about sex. It doesn't have to involve sex at all. You can have, you know, emotional (coughs) infidelity or, you know, putting someone else, again, uh, ahead of your partner. Um, All of these things, all of these things would qualify. It's not, it's not just about sex.
0: It's not just that, though, either. You know, there's, there's the, the wandering eye. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, when you, your partner, husband, wife, whatever, when you notice them, um, you know, looking at other women or flirting with them—I mean, that's a, that's a disrespect and it's a betrayal to a person's heart, male or female. You know, you you notice these things. And for me, when I was married, honestly, I didn't look at another man. I didn't, I didn't have attractions to other men. I didn't, I didn't feel. um And and today, you know, with you, Sean, of course, I don't feel those things. We talked this about this recently, didn't we? Yeah, we, we did. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I don't, I don't have that in me. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I wouldn't call it loyalty. I mean, I guess it is a form of loyalty. It's commitment. It's commitment. Yeah, it is commitment.
1: Making that decision to...
0: But um, I don't have that in me. You know what I mean? I don't have that... Commitment? No. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I don't have it in me to, to want to wander. What makes you, as a male, because usually that's a male thing. Not that it's not women either, because yeah. it is, but it, it typically is... It, Statistically, it is a male thing. A male is more eyeing of the women. I understand women are beautiful creatures. I mean, they are. But what makes a man do that? What because like me, I don't even have that in my my. I'm not programmed that way. I guess you could say, so to speak.
1: Well, that that's a whole other rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: but you know, speaking from a man, it's it's something that breathe. you know with all of the you know evolutionary pressures and things that you know we. Right. As, as a man you know it's it's kind of a numbers game and uh you know basically the the more women that allow us to you know mate with them or have sex or whatever you want to call right. it <laughs> yeah that's the scientist sorry but uh then the, the the greater the chances that we're going to you know pass on our genes to the next generation and and you know have a child or whatever and you know again you know that these types of of evolutionary and biological pressures it, it's actually something that you know is 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 in our genes is in our DNA right and we have that that biological pressure to you know increase our chances of, of having of having children and uh, for for women it, it's, it's
0: yeah it's like an ev- evolutionary force yeah
1: um so it's not you know it, it, it's not uh, out of our control you know we you know it it's it's possible to you know not act on that of course we're act, talk acting talking I was talking about when you the the whole point of one the wandering eye where does that come from that's a good question um, i'm not sure exactly you know mm, i stumped you. why uh <laughs> why men feel the need to you know to do that um Mm. well uh, it it does there are you know evolutionary evolutionary pressures and you know because again with with guys it's it's kind of this uh this numbers game and you know if if uh the the you know we have this need to procreate procreate and Mm -hmm. um you know the male involvement in uh, you know, raising kids and things like that uh, is usually much lower than it is for women, you know guys can, you know, basically have sex once and and pass on their genes and, you know, if you're, from an evolutionary, you know psychological standpoint, again, that, that's really kind of where where this comes from
0: Women can have sex once and pass, and can be yeah. But you, you, you guys, you guys have a
1: much conceive. more involved. Um, you know, you're you're you have nine months of you know.
0: Well, yes, you're talking about how many times. Well, yeah, like a man can can impregnate somebody probably every minute. however many times they can? <laughs> Obviously, most, not the case. If when, women not ovulating, yeah, but exactly. But I'm saying just. Hear me out. So the numbers—it's a numbers game, basically. A man can go out and, and pretty much penetrate a woman and and impregnate penetrate. her. Well, okay.
1: <laughs> women can only have <laughs> one one child per year. Um, men can have as many children as they can. They can, you know, get women pregnant. It's a great responsibility, isn't it? Yeah, I think. Um, and so again, you know, this is this is to wrap it, guys. If I had to, if I had to. You know say that then that's probably probably what it is just just the evolutionary pressure the the numbers game of, of what it you know the right. the goal of of men especially you know this this biological urge and it, it, it's not just humans it's also it's
0: the animistic breeding thing. exactly we yeah. have that i mean whether we admit to it or realize it even for that matter it really does go back to um the mammal on us the animistic uh, breeding uh, for a man, it's different, obviously. But
1: yeah, being being the pursuers and and all of that, and, you know, the hunters the, <laughs> and
0: gatherers. We can go into this like uh, all yeah, day. The, like I said, this, this is, a <laughs> a that, that, uh, is a rabbit hole. It's a rabbit hole. Psychology is a rabbit hole for we, sure. We could spend you know lots She's and mind, lots of time on
1: um, mind spinning. So what happens when uh, you know when when things do go wrong? If if something you know if you're suspecting that you know your husband or wife has Straight, yeah. And not, you know, is is not, what, what, you know, what do you do? How do you, how do you figure that out? How do you, you know, what, what, why is that so devastating? And it's devastating for, you know, both men and women. But, you know, probably for, for different reasons.
0: Right. I think for a woman, it's, yeah, you usually were the nurturer of the relationship, so it's not just a a break you know betrayal or a break of a vow it's um i mean you put your whole heart and soul into your family and um i think that that kind of betrayal i think it can really damage a woman i mean it can if you allow it but for a man what do you think
1: Do are women would would are women um more like would it be more devastating if 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 I loved someone, or if I slept with someone. Oh, that's a good question.
0: No, definitely the love. Yeah, I think sex I think, is just sex in the day, but love is different. And that, that that's again, the emotional bond. That, you're not just breaking a sexual bond there. You're you're breaking the. Uh, are you talking about through sex or through just love, like communication?
1: Either one. I mean, yeah.
0: I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, if if especially if sex is involved, you're kind of breaking both those.
1: Vowel that's a, Which would that w- which would hurt more if I vowels, but if I slept with someone else or if I loved that someone bond? Else. If you love someone else, for sure. Yeah, exactly. And again, that that's that's another one of the kind of the differences between between men and women.
0: Why would it be different for you?
1: Oh yeah, I would be much more devastated <laughs> if you if you slept with someone.
0: Why is I, that? It just that, go again, against that, your that, ego, maybe. Well, it's, it's not really ego People as much as it is as it
1: is. You they know, they thrive ag- on ego. Again, this evolutionary pressure and. You know, something called, there's actually a a thing called paternity uncertainty, Mm. where, you know, any, any child that the female in the relationship bears, uh, the man can never really be 100% certain that it is, it is his. True. Ultimately, we have to just kind of take your word for it. Yeah, DNA
0: is not even
1: 100%. Yeah, paternity tests even can't say with 100% certainty that, uh, that the, the man is the father. They can rule them out with 100% certainty, but even, you know, something like a paternity test. So
0: ultimately, we... What's the highest percentage on that? Like 99.97 or something? No, it's like, I think
1: it's closer to 97 or 98. Oh, is it? Well, I mean, you know, for all intents and purposes, yeah. I knew I had
0: a 9 and 7, and I've read the yeah. statistics somewhere, so yeah, it sounds a bit more... Yeah, that sounds more but accurate. But the, there,
1: there is that small possibility that, right. you know... So, so men, you know, again, we're gonna we're going to kind of invest our resources in, in, in a woman and their child and, um, being able to ensure or at least maximize the chances that, that this child is, is ours. Um, that really, that's why men are so, so hung up on, on sex and, uh, on, you know, mm. making sure that, uh, well, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Your hormones are quite different than ours. Yeah, so that, that, that is true as well. I'm thinking yeah. that's probably more, not that that's not true per se, but I think that majority of it is a man's hormones are just so different than from a woman's. Um...
1: and if you think about it, you know, women are women are, are much more emotional creatures and men tend to be more physical. And you know, the stereotype, the stereotype is, is going to hold it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just scientifically speaking.
1: So women would be more betrayed by emotional right. infidelity and right. men would probably be more betrayed by What is that, though?
0: I mean, so the emotional, I don't know, though, because it takes a lot more to love somebody. It takes, for women, too, I think it takes intimacy, some kind of physical intimacy. So do you think, this is my question, this is where I'm going with this, do you think men um, can fall in love easily with their mistress, or do you think that's something more of, again, a physical thing, um, not so much emotional?
1: Well, you have to to think about the how men and women view love and what love means to a man and what love means to a woman. Um, Right. Female love, what love means to a woman is usually more, again, that emotional connection, that emotional bond, how close you are to each other. And, you know, to a certain extent that that's kind of what it is, what it is with men as well. But again, men place much more stock in the physical and, and how, you know, how physically available, woman well, I is it's it's very hard for it makes sense yeah when my
0: marriage went kaput i won't discuss that here but yeah i would gained a lot of weight from medications yeah so that makes sense
1: yeah and that's you know again men kind of get a bad rap you know you, you we try to um you know it, it, it it's what? <laughs> what do you mean yeah like if a man you know loses interest in, in his wife or whatever because she gains weight or whatever uh, that's that's usually pretty horrifying um and you know a good man wouldn't do that who who loves his wife and everything you know it's,
0: well that's why you got to have the the foundation <laughs> yeah you've got to like i you, said problems arise <laughs> exactly it's, it's all going to come back to those it's all going to come back <laughs> to those
1: two different kinds of love but yeah again you know for a man the, that's that's much much more important than it is for not not that it's not important mm-hmm. for women but you know for a man that's it, it's it's much more um I guess a, a priority than it is for a woman, you know, men are much more interested in what a woman is than, you what know, women wants. or what a woman, <laughs> uh, women are probably looking for more who their man is, right. what kind of, what kind of person Good he point. is and, and things like that. That's true. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I, I've, I've been in, I would say three total serious relationships um, one being my marriage, um, my the second one being a, a nearly five-year relationship um, before Sean, and of course, another Sean. we were together for over four years, so I tend to actually mine are usually long-term. Again, my marriage was almost 13 years, and the one the man before Sean, he he passed away. So um, I met Sean. Now we're going four years strong. So. But um, I don't know where I was going with that. I don't either. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I was saying. did not matter. Go ahead. All right. Um. You're,
1: you're trying to say something. Yeah. What? Um. <laughs> so okay, so we have you know you're 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 trucking along in your relationship and you know everything is going good and all of a sudden your your spouse or significant other starts to change and certain things in the relationship aren't really how they used to be Um, you're not really sure what what happened or you know you you go through all these periods of self-doubt where you start to wonder you know did I do something wrong is there something you know wrong with 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 them or um, you know what is this something that's temporary and well for a lot of times you know one of your first instincts is you know is there someone else and that's uh
0: you know what? I, I want to say this before you start <laughs> accusing somebody of infidelity, please, please, please for the love of god, have some some have some evidence. Mm-hmm. Don't 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 accuse somebody of something. That is just an allegation. Uh, cuz your emotions can get the best of you and you, your mind can actually start creating things and uh kind of putting making something out of nothing. It's not to say there's not a problem. Um, maybe there somewhere, but doesn't necessarily mean it's it's a cheating matter. It just doesn't. So just for the love of God, please, you know, find out first before you, you know, do everything you can. Again, this is what we do. We're PIs, so we investigate um, infidelities. is one of our uh, specialties, but. Yeah, for the love of God, please, you know, find out <laughs> before you accuse, because that can damage. That itself can be very damaging to a person, because that's that's attacking their integrity. Um, and that can really hurt somebody. That can hurt the relationship. And that can hurt the person, the I, individual.
1: That doesn't mean that your your gut instinct is, is always wrong. right.
0: No, no, what? What?
1: <laughs> yeah, you're. I mean, you know, it's the, not always right either. It's not always right. No, but I
0: I can vouch for that. I can say I don't. I, my gut instinct sometimes i i'm not I'm not saying i don't have good intuition because i just do i really do but there are times when i again your mind kind of carries things away and you start creating things in your head scenarios and i mean and i don't mean physical evidence we're talking there's so many things so many signs of cheating that you should be looking out for if you're concerned about that and we'll go into that of course but um i don't know yeah you're right i mean
1: Yeah, I mean, people know, you know, especially the longer you are, you're together, Mm -hmm. you you start to kind of fall into that, that rut and the, you know, the day-to-day things and, you know, problems are going to creep up too. And, you know, your ability to kind of weather those problems and your ability to kind of do conflict well or... Mm, That's where coping comes in. Yeah. Then, you know, the, the more resilient you are to outside influences. But again, you know, not, not everybody...
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think that even the strongest marriages can fall to infidelity. When you you think that person could never do that to you, wow! Sometimes it can really, really, really just take you, you know, by surprise. It, yeah, it, and it's funny because you don't always see the signs. You want to, you don't, because you love and trust that person so much.
1: And then there's the uh, the other extreme as well, where you're you know mm-hmm. trying you, you're you're convinced that. You know, maybe you've been cheated on in the past or whatever, and right. you have trust issues inherent just coming out of the gate. Mm-hmm. And you know, th- this this is again, you know, probably more on the on the the man side. Although there are you know there are some women Plenty out there who women out there like that who are convinced <laughs> they don't that, mean you know, to be,
0: but they just they don't know how to leave the baggage at the door, you know, so to speak.
1: Women tend to usually be a little more um, self reliant and. Um, usually more, more mature, especially, you know, men tend to kind of overestimate overreact. threat and overreact and yeah. things like that. Just cause again, that's, that's kind of our, our nature. But, um, yeah, there, there, there are, there are some signs that, that, you know, you can, you can kind of look for and, right. uh, we actually have a blog post on, on our website, uh, reddoorinvestigations.com. Um, we have several, you know, where we kind of go into these types of infidelity and, you know, what infidelity means and, and what it is and what you can look out for. Uh, so we're going to kind of go go over, you know, a few of these uh, a few of these uh, signs that, you know, if you are if your partner, or your significant other, or your your spouse or whatever, if you see a lot of these types of signs, um, again, that, that that might be something to look out for. But we want to caution you that. Uh, even if you do see some of these signs in your partner, that does not mean that your partner is being unfaithful. And your partner, on the flip side of that, your partner can be unfaithful and not show any of these signs. Right. But this is just kind of a, you know, kind of a a, a little little marker roadmap type thing. Uh, and and again, look for look for multiple. Instances of these, and see, you know, if there's, you know, if you suspect something, your gut instinct's telling you that something is is not right. Then again, that that's something that you know doesn't necessarily again, mean, yeah,
0: it, it, it doesn't mean that there's, you know we every person has inner struggles that we don't always want to share, you yeah. know. Just and I understand that. Probably. And there,
1: you know, there there may be something else going on, you know. They you right. know, problems at work or whatever, and you know, just because you're. Your spouse is distant or you know that doesn't mean you know don't don't make waves where there aren't any correct yeah um, that's important all right so number one uh, changes in your spouse's behavior this is probably uh, the number one signal that to most people that something is wrong um, your your spouse you know might start working late quote unquote. Uh, they might, you know, they, if 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 your man has a l- huge sexual appetite uh, for the last four years and since the first day you met him or whatever, and all of a sudden, you know, he he's losing interest. He's losing interest, or, or it's just not something. If you know, if your woman is is uh, um, usually more accommodating, and and now you know things aren't. Happening as 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 often as you might like. Um, again, you know, for men, the the signs are going to be more sexual, and for women, the the signs are probably going to be a lot more emotional.
0: That's true, but you know what? I, I I'm a firm believer in the whole notice, pay attention to your environment thing. You know, exactly. You got to pay attention to your environment. You know, if this person's jumping off to go on a business trip all of a sudden and didn't mention it before, you may want to, yeah. That's questionable, let me just say that.
1: And again, you, you have to kind of take everything in context as well. You do, yeah. Um, you know, people people have parts of their lives that, that may not involve their spouse. You know, your spouse doesn't go to work with you or anything like that. And, you know, it's it's highly possible that, you know, his boss or her boss did spring a last-minute trip on you. And, you know, just because your significant other needs to go out of town, you know, all of a sudden doesn't, you know, doesn't mean that, uh, that something's going on.
0: I'm going to interrupt here for a moment. Yeah. So before you, you know, you start making allegations or whatnot against your partner for infidelity, um, or being unfaithful in your marriage or relationship, I think it's really important to look at, look at what's going on in the relationship first. Um, because it seriously, you, you can create ways where there's you no, know, there's none there. Right. So it's important to kind of uh, to pay attention to your environment, not just these these things we're telling you about these um, signs, you know, because it's not there, there's certain stresses in life that can really contribute to a person to, with uh, to a person withdrawing from their partner. Stress being the number one thing. I mean, so many things in life can stress you out. You know, there's a lot of things that can happen to an individual within a marriage that um can contribute to the problems in the marriage you know again communication but i wanted to put that out there real quick before we start on this because if you're thinking there's something going on there's there there's it's a possibility obviously you know i can't sit here and promise you that's not the case no one could but you know just kind of pay attention to the whole picture exactly you know what i mean don't try to, yeah because it's so important not to attack your partner or, or, you know, not to handle it in that way. Uh, with these kind of situations, I think it's it, you, it's an emotional response. You know, you don't necessarily have a logical response. And I'm a firm believer in logical responses, people. Just don't, just don't. Don't, <laughs> don't have emotional responses. Right. Sean's more of an emotional response person. Don't, but,
1: don't jump the gun. Don't, right. you know, don't make waves where there aren't any.
0: Right. I, I just want to, yeah, I want to say that before you go into this list, because I think people need to hear that.
1: Yeah, so uh, changes in their normal behavior, their normal schedule, um, their ability to, you know, be where they say they are, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you, if you start noticing, you know, any kind of real drastic behavioral change, then that's something to to kind of be be aware of and, you know, start, you know, maybe start investing a little bit more if, if you know, you're you've let things slide a little bit. Then that might might be something that you know a, a sign that your partner is either um, not happy or you know. But again, it it could be something that they are just you Under know going through something stress. else. Yeah,
0: mm, yeah. Uh,
1: another common sign is uh, protecting your their cell phone, uh, keeping things you know hidden. They they you know they're not really they're, they're going out of the room
0: and they're being almost secretive or um not necessarily trying to hide it but kind of going out of the way to to shield i guess you would say maybe. yeah
1: if they get a call and you know every, every single time their phone rings you know or text their, or text, text these if days. they're you know they leave the room or they you know they don't want you to to see it and you know respecting privacy and things like that 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 can also be a thing but if if they go out of their way when perhaps they they didn't before then again, that, that might be something, something to take a look at. Yeah. I think it's accumulation of these, these signs though. I don't, you
0: know, I don't know.
1: Yeah. One or two is not going to be, is Mm -hmm. not going to be a a big thing, but you know, if, if, if it's, if there are a lot of things that. Red flags. Especially, yeah. Especially if they change, you know, suddenly. Right. Yeah. That's true. Uh, Being more concerned about how they look how they dress. Maybe they've started working out more. Uh, maybe they've started buying, you know, a, a lot of new clothes, uh, things like that, but being. Nails getting, yeah, you know, they're yeah. going
0: to get their nails done or, you know, I don't know, doing you know, their, maybe dressing differently even.
1: And especially if, if it's, if it's something, you know, that they may not have been really overly concerned about before. it before in yeah. the past exactly and you know all of a sudden they're they're overly concerned with with how they look and their appearance and that again you know and again that that's for both men and women
0: yeah and then again these aren't all you know you can't necessarily say someone's having you know an affair or being unfaithful because they're working out um Uh, there's all kinds of stress factors it's therapeutic sometimes for people to work out and if they're under you know a large amount of stress it's possible that your spouse or your significant other is under a lot of stress Um, again I'm a firm believer actually in exercise I'm I'm just I used to run five miles a day and I did that for I don't know a year and a half maybe yeah daily And uh, that was during a significantly hard time. I was going through a very hard time, which I won't go into here. But um, so that was me. That was me in my marriage. What I was I was doing something personal. And uh, so please, again, this is why I want to reiterate this. Do not. Yeah. Just because a person's working out or somebody's um, now the parents, of course, if you're doing they're getting their hair done and you know, having, I don't know, they're changing their clothes, their wardrobe even. I think that's a big telltale sign. Um, the working out thing, I can personally vouch. It's not always, sometimes it's a personal
1: matter. If they're, if they're behaving like they're trying to impress someone.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: You know. Yeah, changing their overall right, look. Right, yeah.
0: I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, right. All right, number that's four. Tr- that
1: is true. There are more arguments. You guys uh, argue more and more frequently Uh, the the you know he or she may have a much shorter fuse a lot of things that maybe they were not really that concerned about now they're starting to nitpick and they're trying to you know find ways to to either distance themselves from the relationship or kind of reinforce to themselves that the relationship is not as good as they thought it was and this can kinda be a way to you know, again, emotionally distance themselves from their relationship and almost kind of validate to themselves what they're doing. Um, because if, if, you know, if, if you can convince yourself that what you have is, is not very good, then it's that much easier to kind of turn your back on it and, and throw it down, down the drain. So again, you know, nitpicking and, and starting a lot of arguments over things, making mountains out of molehills and, you know, not really just just an overall greater dissatisfaction with, uh, with the way things are in their current relationship, then that, again, can, can be a sign that, that something's not right.
0: Right.
1: Number five, uh, spending more time away from home. Again, this, this kind of, uh, again, is, is a way to distance themselves from where they are. Um, their the the relationship at home um is not uh is not really where they wanna be i guess so uh spending more time away from home uh working longer hours where before they didn't um you know uh, go going out with friends guys or girls um it's 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 uh, again an- another way to kind of emotionally and not, not only physically, but also emotionally distance themselves from, from what they have at home.
0: Mm, that's true. Um, your spouse or loved one receives phone calls during all hours of the day and or night. They may also seek a safe haven away from the house or, more importantly, away from you to answer these calls. Increased need and desire for privacy can mean that they are doing things they don't want you to know about. So this kind of falls in with things we've just previously discussed probably
1: no need to yeah if they're if they're talking to people more and uh, you know again the the big marker is is change change in behavior you know if they if they've always gotten calls from people and you know they're they're a social person then then that may be nothing to to really worry about but if you know for the first 12 years of your marriage or whatever they've you know haven't done that or you know their their social engagement has not really been that high then all of a sudden things start to kind of take off and it's Grand Central Station and you know, if they if they leave the room when they get a phone call or, you know, if if they're texting, you know, all hours of the night or, or whatever, then, then that is something that, you know, again could could also be a signal. And or, or it may not, you know, it, it again, kind of kind of look at the aggregate of, of all of these things and You know none of this this is not this is not a a science you know there there are things that you know we don't have on this list and um so again the the big thing is is a change from their normal routine their normal behavior how how things have been from the past look at that and again you'll you'll know you'll know if if something is is not right if something is is uh um, what you're shaking your head? <laughs> no, I'm just go ahead. No, go ahead. What do you
0: got? Hey. Hey. <laughs> How's it going? Hi. I'm just kidding. Um, well, I mean, I just you can't you can't always like, things can't always be determined by that. I, I'm just a, I'm not a big believer on list. I believe in. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, not these lists aren't helpful because they are. I mean, statistically, this is what's out there, and um, as far as helpful information, but I mean. I don't know. I just feel like there's so much more to it. There could be so much more to it. There's so many things that a person can be going through that, that could look like an affair and it's not. Right. So that's, I mean, just, I, I would hate for anyone to hear us and think that, Oh my gosh, this, you know, my spouse has, you know, t- 10 out of 15 of these things, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It, that's what I, I just, I don't, I, I don't feel good about this because of that. So. The, on,
1: the only way to really know for sure is, is to get proof.
0: It is. Um, yeah, it really is. You and, know,
1: you know until, until, you know, if you suspect something, then that may be kind of a red flag and, you know, you might want to start taking a little bit more notice. But until you have proof in hand, uh, again, it's, it's best not to, you know, not to make waves where, where there aren't any.
0: Right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, this one may seem pretty obvious, but a man taking Viagra for the first time or a woman
1: started birth control? Yeah. Uh, again, any kind of sexual um, enhancement, enhancement, <laughs> mm-hmm. obviously is, is something that uh,
0: that would be a, that would be a red flag. See, that that's would, one that of those things a, that would be evidence. Almost. That would be that would be a pretty big red <laughs> evi- flag. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, if you're because that can it's not just for uh, you know erectile dysfunction; it's for performance hands, enhancement. Mm-hmm. So that means it, it elongates your sexual drive meaning that person, your spouse, your significant other, may be taking that drug so that they can, you know, last longer, basically, right. to have more of a passionate session, I guess you could say. Um, so if you aren't, your spouse isn't taking Viagra, and he's all of a sudden taking Viagra, that's, see, that to me, that's evidence. <laughs> that's, that, a pretty, that's,
1: a pr- that's a pretty, that's a pretty strong strong good <laughs> case, yeah. Of course, if you're lucky enough to, you know, to find that, I, I doubt that that would be done out in the open. I mean, mm-hmm. they're not going to keep it in their But when you're married, you bathroom. can get,
0: right. You can, I mean, even those privacy the laws. Yeah, exactly. You, there's still ways to access that. Not, not that I'm encouraging you to go look at your husband or wife's chart online. <laughs> but I feel like if you're married and you're in a good relationship, you have access to those things. There shouldn't be any secrets like that. Yeah, so. secrets are bad. Secrets are really bad.
1: Uh, telling little white lies about where you're going. Um, if, you, if they tell you they're going to you know to the store to to you know buy sandwich meat or whatever and and they they make a quick run to the gym or or something like that if you, if he does that though i don't know you know I'm honey sure.
0: i'm gonna go get some bread yeah come back two hours later where are you at i was getting bread i was in
1: line i'm sure it happens though <laughs> but yeah again you know telling you know not sure not being is. forthcoming or, i've heard stories yeah or you know or truthful about where they are that that's obviously another another pretty big one
0: right definitely yeah if something's taken longer than it should they're preoccupied with something i'm not sure what that would be but i mean i don't know could be a they could have got a business call they could be on their email it yeah. could be you know see that's what i'm saying this this is such a you can't, you, yeah. This is not a black and white matter. You it's can't just, take this isn't.
1: definitively, exactly, No,
0: right? it's so much. Um, again, I'm analytical, so forgive me for being analytical.
1: Smelling perfume or cologne on your significant other that is not yours. Um, mm, that's, that's, that's again, that's, you know, a, a pretty big sign if they have, you does know. Does that even happen anymore?
0: <laughs> that's like the 50s, I think, maybe, era.
1: Well, yeah, maybe. Uh, people still wear perfume and cologne. Not often. So if you you, know, if you, if you, do, if you smell if you smell another woman on your on your man's uh, shirt or, you know... That has to you happen see... more than
0: once, though. Oh, yeah. Because really, come on.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, even the car scent in the car, there's vanilla scent. Are you, what if you, you know what I mean? There's just so many things. Yeah, see, but this is I me. I'm, can, I'm a complex thinker. I think you can, I you can think tell the difference things.
1: between, you know, vanilla scent and... <laughs> some perfume that that you don't wear so you know
0: that's true if it's a different type of i guess so i don't know well maybe i'm just thinking you know ahead of it you know why would someone walk in the door knowing they were i think people are probably more careful than that i'm I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt and think you know so that's not something you probably find very often that's my point
1: yeah benefit of the doubt is, is is good right um being overly private or protective of of other kinds of communication you know they, that's
0: a i think a big one where Today, they you know technology air
1: maybe there's a password on their computer now where before you know there wasn't and they 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 were pretty open and and um free with with what they do and you know, again look look for the change
0: yeah and, and let me say this if you are if you aren't sharing your password with your significant other why is that
1: that's a good there it would be no
0: reason to hide that honestly unless it's business related and you're held to privacy i mean we have that in our profession you know we have some privacy um uh, laws to to abide by so to speak but i mean when it comes to your electronic and it's your phone or your ipad your laptop these things should be open to your spouse exactly. you should be able to have access to that there anytime should, there should be yeah. any question about that
1: unless you have security clearance or you know something Precisely. bizarre like that right um then yeah that that shouldn't that shouldn't be something that that's off limits just even to keep up appearances even you know there there should be no secrets no secrets no doubt whatsoever no that just causes problems exactly uh, number 11, finding a spare change of clothes in the car. Um, yeah, this, uh, I don't know exactly how many people keep a spare change of clothes in their car. That, unless that, they're working out at a gym. Unless they're working out or whatever, but yeah, keeping keeping some kind of... Uh, Which if your spouse doesn't know that, then you probably are. <laughs> Again, you, you know, questionable behavior. any kind of <laughs> odd behavior or something right. that, that's out of place or seems out of place and... You know, you're 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 gonna know. You're gonna be able to tell that that something is not right. Yeah. And you know, your spidey senses or whatever are gonna. Well, kinda that's kind of evidential. And, I mean, yeah. change of clothes when you're <coughs> working out. Or have
0: some water. No, I'm good.
1: Uh, credit card receipts from purchases you don't recognize. Um, this is where it's
0: hard though, Sean, because a lot of a lot of couples are actually ha- they're doing separate bank accounts.
1: Yeah, that that's actually kind of more common. More common these days. Yeah. So but again, you know which is okay
0: I believe in, in that I, to a certain degree, I think that I personally think you know you're you should have separate accounts individually and then have your own personal account that goes for all the bills and what you're separating but yeah that's just my belief.
1: But in any kind of purchases that you know are especially if they try to try to hide them or you know they can't explain it or their explanation seems completely ridiculous or off the wall uh, that's you know, that, that's, that's, again, something else that might that might uh, be a, a big red flag. Right. Uh, a sudden and drastic change up or down in sexual behavior. Again, this is, uh, you know, if your man wants it five days a week and for the first five years of your marriage and all of a sudden there's almost no interest whatsoever, uh, That's that's, again, something that in any kind of drastic change, especially in... In, in sexual behavior but
0: please pay attention to again you know if you have a death in the family things that can uh contribute to a person maybe dealing with an emotional thing you know pay attention to all that don't you know this doesn't mean your spouse is having an affair right necessarily take everything into take account take everything you know. in account please exactly yes
1: uh, frequent and sudden anger outbursts towards you that have absolutely nothing to do with you. Again, this is kind of goes back to wanting to distance themselves from the relationship and picking and fights, you mean? know. Yeah, picking fights out of out of nothing, you know, throwing throwing a hand grenade in to something and trying to create a create a dilemma, a dilemma or a problem where there really doesn't need to be. Why why would anyone do that? Again it's 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 a way to kind of psychologically distance themselves or maybe it's a to pick a fight so they can leave the house and or or that too yeah yeah um, being yeah. able to you know that makes sense just really kind of um, make their relationship in their own mind less attractive to it so they almost as kind of a justification or validation that what they have at home is is not really working working anymore right which makes doing what they're doing that much easier mm uh, fourteen. Frequent and sudden anger. Well, oh, never mind. Uh, Fifteen. <laughs> there is a reluctance of intimacy, or and in poor excuses for their behavior to be reluctant. Again, uh, any kind of. Th- this doesn't really. So much I- involves sex, but if they, if they've been you know if if they've leaned on you for emotional support, or they you know they've they've always been taking their problems to you and. You know, as as they should, and all of a sudden that that kind of stops. That intimacy, that connection between you, uh, all of a sudden is is broken or damaged.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're having if you have a really good relationship where you can communicate with each other, and then all of a sudden they're pulling away, there's a reason. Yeah. I can't say it's infidelity. I, I couldn't. You know, I, I wouldn't do that to you if you right. pulled away. I'd, I'd ask you what's going on. You know, but. I wouldn't necessarily
1: think there was something outside of that, but um... again, you know, something that that is way outside the norm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, ag- again, look at look at all these things in in the aggregate, in, in 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 the big picture. And you know, if 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 one or two of these things are present, then you know it might just be kind of a blip on the radar. And you know, all all relationships are going to go through periods of time where they're they're closer, and then periods of time where you know they're 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 not as close and that's that's kind of where the where the work comes in and you have to you have to kind of build and, and nurture that back that doesn't mean that you know something's going on but again you you, you need to kind of uh, take a lot of these things into account um, so uh, that's yours not yeah, mine. Anyway, sorry about that <laughs> Um, so yeah, these the, these are just some some pretty common signs that you know. Again, you know, you're 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 gonna you're gonna know, you're gonna be able to to tell when when things are not are not right, and uh, you know, trust your gut, trust your instincts. Uh, you know, use use kind of these things as as a little bit of a guide. Right. Um, but uh, again, you know, subconsciously you. you People know when when things are not right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I mean, let's let's say that let's say that uh, you know your your spouse or your significant other is cheating. Let's say you know you've 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 hired a private investigator or whatever, and, and you got the evidence, and and everything is you know you're 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 devastated and you're hurt and you're humiliated or whatever. Um, the your your significant other has apologized. I, uh, there's you know they um, they uh, <laughs> your, your, <laughs> your significant other has apologized and they they you know swear up and down you know it'll never happen again blah blah blah, and uh, let's say you want to overcome that and you want to you want to give them a second chance well, you let's want back up I mean let's first go over the communication of, of you know approach the subject because
0: you just kind of j- jumped in to. Oh okay. That, yeah. So what's important is if you if you are having an affair, it's best to be open and honest about it. I believe wholeheartedly in honesty and and that would lessen the burden so much on your on your significant other, I think. If you're honest up front about it and um you know, kind of get to that point of communication where, okay, I screwed up, okay? I messed up. Whatever reason, you know, but just be honest about it. Be upfront. Don't try to hide it. it. There's no point in it, you know. Once the evidence is there, there's really you can't deny it. You know, lessen the lessen the heartache for that person. Have enough love for that person to to admit it, and so you can work forward towards a solution, whether that's together or apart, because that's where the healing starts. It's important, I think, for you to have that kind of closure. You know, don't don't deny, deny, deny. Um, of course, if you are innocent, absolutely stand your ground. But if you're not, man up or woman up. You know, tell tell them the truth so you can move forward in, uh, in the best manner you can. Yeah. Best, be, best manner in dealing with this situa- particular situation.
1: And unfortunately, most you know most people won't. Uh, <clears throat> you won't. Yeah. Won't admit it until you, you present them with proof. Right. That's why it's important. Which is why we we have a job. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's true. But uh, yeah, if, 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 you know, it does, it does happen. um, Then, then, you know, there are, there are ways to kind of, um, to come back around full circle and, and rebuild what's been broken. And sometimes, you know, even, you know, if, if both partners are committed to, to making it work and both partners are, are wanting to resolve this and you know there's there's true you know uh accountability and and they they, you know you have a true desire to overcome this then it may even be possible to come back and and be stronger than than you were before um i know that sounds kind of kind of hard to believe and kind of uh maybe a little bit
0: um i think that that would take a lot of time which is to me, if you have a family, it's worth it. But
1: yeah, again, honestly,
0: I-, I think it matters if you have children with that person. Yeah, because you're not just you know divorcing each other; you're you're essentially dividing a family.
1: And there's a lot that comes into the hat. So, um, it's it's just uh, so devastating, and and so um, it's it's just it's just not worth it. Um, cheating is is just infidelity adultery whatever you want to call it it's just it's just not not worth it um, it, it can cause irreparable damage to not only your spouse but you know especially if you have children um, any, any kind of you know uh, strife that life is hard enough
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, marriage is tough marriage is, is a, is a it, it takes constant work and effort and you know why why bring more trouble into it than than is already there but again mm-hmm. you know people just don't don't seem to to learn don't seem to learn their lesson
0: well there's serial cheaters too there's serial se- cheaters yeah sometimes it's a it's a one time deal and then there's serial cheaters who i don't know they can't settle down they think they know what they want and they don't so
1: bouncing from one Boun- yeah passionate phase to the next exactly right but it, it is it it is possible to to overcome infidelity. Again, it's going to take a a, a whole lot of work, on both on both parties and uh, a real commitment to making that change and, and you know never ever ever doing it again. And repairing it though too, it's, it's also, about rebuilding yeah.
0: repairing because, I mean, there's a lot of damage done with that. You know, it's not just a betrayal in your marriage. It's it's a personal insult honestly yeah it's a personal insult that person feels degraded um but it's not again it's beyond betrayal you're 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 tearing up their self-esteem you're tearing them down you know you're you're hurting them and that's never okay right as a person it's not just about your marriage you know this is a person a human being who has feelings so take that in consideration before you decide to you know look elsewhere for you know affection or um communication any anything i mean it's never okay to have a a, uh when you're married it's never okay a relationship period it's never okay to have a, a another person come between you and your spouse or your significant other it's just not there's no excuse right it's just not so live and learn and make those changes so that you can be stronger than the, the day, so that your relationship can be stronger than end of the day. And, but there's always hope. There's so many things that can, can bring you back together. So many ways, so many things. I yeah. Mean, if, if people, both things, I mean,
1: if both partners make a concerted effort and both partners have a, a, a real true desire to overcome this and make this work, then it, it is possible. Um, absolutely. but again, you know, you, Things things need to change. Uh, you need to address not only the the betrayal and the infidelity itself, but also what led up to it. Something in the relationship was was missing. I think missing. that's the most important. I, I do.
0: I think that's the most important. In both both what's behind it all.
1: Both partners have have some work to do. Both partners have. Um, I don't really want to say accountability, um, but again, you know, something you there there was a need right. that was not met. And again, kind of what we talked about. At the beginning, you know, with that whole compassionate phase and meeting each other's needs and putting their needs ahead of your own, so important. Because you know, again, if if your if your partner or your needs are not met, then that can you know over time that can really that can really lead to something that is is not where you want to be. Mm. But it, it 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 definitely is possible for relationships to overcome infidelity um, with the with the hard concerted effort and a a drive and determination that you really want this to work and you really love this person and you know you you have this strong drive and 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 need to make it work then yeah I you know we're all for 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 going for it um especially you know if you've put a, a whole lot of time and energy and if you have children and you know all kinds of other things can go into play and And again, you know, every relationship is is different and uh, what, uh, you know, you have to kind of reevaluate and, and decide for yourself if this is something that, uh, that uh, you want to do because, you know, a lot of, a lot of relationships aren't going to make it, whether, whether there's infidelity or not, just, you know, statistically speaking.
0: Yeah. You have a lot working against you as it is. We just do. It's just, uh,
1: you know,
0: the world is complex.
1: Yes, it is. So uh, that is that is pretty much uh, all we have to say on that. Uh, again, um, don't make mountains out of molehills. Don't don't uh, start accusing if if you don't know for one hundred percent certainty. Um, and you know, again, until you get some kind of evidence, some kind of proof, there there's really no way to know for certain because. Really, honestly your 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 significant other is not going to admit it, and it, if you're the one cheating, you probably would not admit it either. Why wouldn't um, they admit it? I don't know.
0: Uh, <laughs> Where'd that come from?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, if you ask, "Are you cheating on me?" then you know most people will say no, just because out of personal protection, maybe? Yeah, but they want to get their conscience clear, I would think. Conscience. I don't know. <laughs> I would, you, you know, just, just uh, thinking that uh, if you're hiding that and, and you're not, you know, you're, you. I guess if you're going to great
0: lengths to keep it hidden or, I don't know, man, that's communicate tell each other how you're feeling beforehand if you think you're you you are on the verge of, of needing to step out on your marriage for some kind of emotional or sexual comfort go go to your partner and tell them how you're feeling tell them that you're there's something going on with you I don't know you know of course there's so many things again that can obstacles in this world that can affect your relationship but a lot of times it's personal I don't know I, w- I would want to think someone would be honest <laughs> maybe I just have more faith in people
1: Yeah Maybe Um, Yeah Yeah And uh, you know Every relationship is different And you know Every Everybody is different And you can't really There are no hard True Laws Or facts Or Anything like that You can't You know Mm -hmm. Yeah So I guess that That about does it for this This is A pretty long episode
0: Yeah We didn't intend on that This is a hefty topic though And there's a lot to go over So
1: We, we, you know, we might revisit this topic again in the future, but
0: um, yeah, maybe, yeah, there's a lot of other things that, uh, I mean, that influence, you know, custody and all this, you know, that comes from not just infidelity, but it comes from, you know, a, mar- a failed marriage. So it could, it could easily be, uh, we, yes, we could easily come back to this topic,
1: yeah, anyway. All right, so we, uh, that does it for us. We hope you have a blessed day and you make good choices. Take care of each other. What? <laughs>
0: make take good care. choices.
1: Yeah, make good choices. Take care of each other. used to tell my girls that yourself. every day
0: before yeah. <laughs> they really went to school. Make good choices. That's funny.
1: Be a good person, as good as you can.
0: Be nice to each other. Yeah. Please. We don't have enough of that, honestly. We, I, I I still believe in mankind. <laughs> But Yeah Be good Just be good
1: Be good <laughs> <laughs> Alright so we will if We're, uh, we're gonna area. wrap it up For this episode yeah. um, We will uh, post Hopefully a little more Regularly than, than we have um, we've been Yeah and We'll
0: get it all The kinks worked out This is Like a real first pro- Podcast so And it's getting late In the day And I didn't realize it But Sean's not an early riser And I am so Yeah yeah, and I'm ready to, you know, get on with the day. So, y'all take care.
1: Take care. We'll Have a good one. Ya. We'll see you on the flip side. Right. Bye.
0: Bye.